0: BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services and in partnership with Beast OCR. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related, running, endurance, conditioning, wrecking, and more. Welcome to BeastNet.
1: Hey everybody, it's Mike with BeastNet and on this episode I've got with you me, Matthew Rainwater and Stephanie from Pennies for Quarters. Um... Why don't you guys give me a quick yeah, – give the listeners a quick rundown on what Pennies for Quarters is.
2: Okay. Um, so I'm Matthew. I'm the president and founder of Pennies for Quarters. Uh, we are a 501c3 nonprofit with the mission of building a community of tiny houses for the homeless veterans that are in the area here, up here in Port uh, Angeles, Washington, and um, Collin County. Um, there's been, and there's an estimated 100 to 200 homeless veterans that live in the area between Clown County and Jefferson County. And our goal is to get them housing, uh, um, temporary housing for about two years and provide them with counseling and services and everything that they need that we can do to help them get back on their feet and get their own housing and get jobs and go from being a homeless veteran to being a house veterans of their own choosing.
1: That is awesome. That is really awesome. Because I know that's where I know I've dealt with I do, my background, I work in construction. I'm a safety professional for the AGC, the Associate General Contractors, and We worked with Vulcan about a year or so ago and did, they built a whole bunch of tiny houses and just seeing how they're built and, you know, what they're used for. And it's so hard for people to get a job when you're homeless because you don't have an address. And that's, you know, one of those great things these tiny house communities do. They give an address.
2: So, yeah, yeah. you know, there's this whole hierarchy of needs and basically at the bottom line is no matter what your needs are, the first one is a roof over your head. And if you don't have a roof over your head, you're not going to concentrate on getting any any of your other issues resolved. So we aim to yeah. provide them with a house with a, with a roof over their head, um, and help them as they come to us like addiction issues. A lot of the homeless veterans are having addiction issues, or health or mental health issues. Um, once we get a roof over their head, helping them get those other issues under control, so that they can get their lives back under control and overcome the adversity that got them that, that got them in that position. That is awesome. Well, thanks. So,
1: well, it's a great cause. I mean, it's one of those ones you hear about a lot of, a lot of organizations raising money for this kind of thing, but none of them with a plan. And that's what I love about you guys. You guys have a plan. We want to raise money and do this, what we want to do with it.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, um, we've, we've, we passed one of our big hurdles, which is we own property, um, and that's mm-hmm. that's that's one of the biggest hurdles. Now it's now we're raising money um, to be able to actually get the property to where we can build on it, doing the infrastructure that we need, um, get the buildings built, and start helping the homeless veterans here.
1: That is awesome.
2: I got to say, as a veteran myself, this is something that's very near and dear to my heart. I, I can't stand yeah. seeing veterans that are not excelling in life. No. And I, I agree.
1: I've seen it many times, you know, it doesn't seem like they get the help they need sometimes. And then they go out, they become homeless, like you said, and then they're just kind of lost in the system. So. Yeah,
2: exactly. So getting the roof over their head is a up. great start. I appreciate that. One of the, one of the and this is the reason why I know that we're on this podcast and I'm really excited about it. Um, one of the one of the, a, a big fundraisers that we have coming up is is our is Stephanie Hyatt, um, our secretary, um, had the idea of doing a mud run as a fundraiser, and this was a mm-hmm. few months ago and it's just kind of we're like let's give it a shot and it's kind of taken off from there. So now we have run we're bringing it back to this the run amuck. Uh, it's Run Amuck with Pennies for Quarters, um, and that's coming up here yes. oh, gosh, September 14th.
1: So is this the first year of it, or?
0: Yes, this is or the first year happened year before? for oh. just doing it. So it used to be an annual event that the Extreme Sports Park put on, um, yes. and then they... Uh, had to close down and then they reopened and this was their first year back. Um, so I asked them if we could basically run the mud run and have the proceeds go to pennies for quarters and they agreed. And so we're doing, we're putting it on for the first time, but the race itself has happened in the past. Okay. I was yeah. wanting to know
1: a couple of years ago, I, I think my wife did it. Um, in 2016, I was signed up for it, but I broke my foot in June, and I think my wife did the race. So, yeah, it hey, was a fun one. one. It was in the. Is that the one What's you
2: basically that? guillotined your foot? Is that the one you basically guillotined your foot?
1: Yeah, when I broke my foot two years ago, yeah, I basically guillotined it. So it was a nice, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: so, but so I missed that race, but my wife and my and my kids got to do it.
2: Well, that's cool. Um, yeah. See, yeah, they they took a couple years break, and I don't think they're planning on bringing it back. Um, but when we approached when we approached the, the previous organizi- organizers about our idea, um, to their credit, mm-hmm. they were totally on board, um, and they gave us license to to use the Run Amuck name because it's already well known, um, at least in the local yeah. area. And so you know, we're kind of billing it as bringing it back, bringing Run Amuck back. This is the um, our, our inaugural Mud Run fundraiser. Um, in the past, I don't think it was ever a fundraiser for a nonprofit, so that's a nice twist. Um, and and there's been a lot of excitement about it. We're getting really excited about it. It's a lot of hard work, though. Oh, it is,
1: it is. So, and I applaud anybody that like takes up this kind of adventure. So, I mean, it's it's a great idea. Um, what kind of are you going to stick to kind of some of the obstacles that they had there before? Are you going to bring in your own or what are you guys kind of doing for the obstacle side of it? Or is it all just going to be straight in the mud?
0: We're kind of doing both. So they already have some obstacles there um, that they still had from the last run of that they did, like the A-frame climb. And there's like a Mm -hmm. big pile of boulders. Um, But we're also going to be building some of our own obstacles. So, Actually, this Saturday, we're building our tire wall, which is going to be like a vertical wall of tires that you're going to have to climb over to get through. Um, we'll be adding like a, a wall that you have to climb over. Um, and our theme is because we're a nonprofit for veterans, we're kind of doing a boot camp type thing. So uh, we're trying yeah. to have obstacles that you know make you feel like you're going through boot camp.
2: Yeah. Um, along nice. those lines, we're, you know I'm going to get work back from um, the local Army and Marines, and we're working on getting, of course, getting them to, to participate and do teams. We can, we're doing like up to teams of 10, but also we're going to have some active duty military at some of the obstacles acting as drill instructors or drill sergeants to yell at people and motivate them, help them get the energy and the motivation to get over or get through the obstacle.
1: See now that sounds like a blast.
2: Yeah, everything you're telling me
1: is making me want to do this more and more. So do it. Do it. A, we would love oh, it. Oh I, I I I think I'm planning on it. I gotta look at my schedule and I I think I think that's actually the same day as a race that just like shut down. So I, I think that might actually work out for me. So but Yeah. Yeah, you know, no. It, I mean, and it, it should be.
2: But it's going to be challenging.
1: Which is good. I mean, and that's what we like. I like those ones that are kind of in the middle, you know, because it can really get the family out there and do it. See, like, my wife will do easier ones, but any of them that look harder, she's like, yeah, no, I'm not. So.
2: Yeah. And all the obstacles are optional, you can go around them. Yeah. You know, if you're like, eh, hey, that's too tough for me, I think I'll maybe not this year. Go around. There's gonna be another water party you. there's yeah.
1: gonna be a total of like eighteen obstacles in in just over three miles. Nice. Now I know two years ago when it was up there, it was is it true like where the boat races are? Like we had to there was parts where you actually started in the water.
0: Yeah, so we're we're kinda of going we're starting out doing the same start that it used to do. So you're going to start the race where the uh, sprint boats start, um, and you're going to have to run through the water right off the bat. Um, And then we're also going to have the uh, racers go back through um, the race course that the sprint boat races use. So there's going to be a lot of water, and there's going to be a lot of mud. Nice. Nice. That yeah. sounds like a blast. I think
1: one of
2: the, I'm definitely yeah, what one of the first obstacles you're gonna hit out, out outside of the, uh, the where the boats race is gonna be the slide. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have, there's a big slide that's gonna be that's gonna be lined with this queen and we're gonna have water in there and maybe we'll have soap, maybe we'll have mud, but you're gonna they're gonna people're gonna have to slide down it and that's gonna be a good mood setter because by the time you're at the bottom, you're either wet or you're wet and you're muddy. And you might as well just keep going.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. So not not to just say what what gave you the idea to do this?
2: I'm gonna leave that with Stephanie. It was her it was her idea. So I'm gonna let her um, talk about what her motivation was in suggesting it.
0: Yeah, so it kind of just I guess, dawned on me one day, like when a light bulb going off in my head, I've done a lot of mud runs myself in the past. I did the Tough Mudder, um, and I've done some other mud runs in Oregon, too, Um, so it's something that I personally enjoy, so there was also kind of a little bit of a personal motivation behind it, because uh, I knew that we had the run amuck here in the past, but it wasn't happening anymore, so... Um, Yeah, one day we were brainstorming ways to um, raise money for our organization, and I was like, why don't we do a boot camp mud run? And that's how it all got started. And, of course, anytime you have an idea, then you inevitably get put in charge of making it happen. So now I'm in charge of making the mud run happen. So we're, we're getting it done.
1: That's awesome, and I mean I will say this because actually this was brought to us by I mean I, I don't know if you've heard of the Beast the obstacle course racers. That's kind of you know who we're, we represent most of the time. Um, it was one of the Beats that brought this to us. A uh, friend of ours, Lita, who lives over in that area. So, I mean, any help you need from us, reach out to me or Don, and then we'll find ways to to help you if you need it. So, especially like if you. With the obstacles or even with the, the nonprofit, I mean, helping with, you know, the houses, whatever. Like I said, I've I've dealt with it before. Um, when I worked for work, we were the safety people while Vulcan built theirs, and I think they did 32 houses in one day in the inside Quest field. It was, it was really cool, but, I mean, they brought in, I mean, Vulcan, I don't know if you know, Vulcan's Paul Allen's company, you know, before he died, and that was – so he brought in people from all the different Vulcan companies. So there was probably 300 people in that building, like building these houses. So it was pretty cool. But so, I mean, if you need help towards the end for building, I can, you know, work with the beast. And, you know, depending on how you do the build, I mean, you know, yeah, any help you need, let us know because that's, that's an awesome, an awesome that's, charity. That's, so. a,
2: that's incredible. And that's an amazing offer. And a huge shout out to Lisa for for bringing us to your attention. I just want to say thanks. Yeah. I don't know who you are, but reach out to us. Let us know who you are. If you have already, then I'm sorry. But uh, thank you so much to Lisa. Right.
1: Well, yeah. So I was trying to get any other questions I have here. I mean, what, what? what's your time frame on the plan on this?
2: Um, as far as the mud run, or as far as the building for the, for the tiny
1: houses? The building for the the tiny homes. I mean, the mud run. I mean, it's September fourteenth. We know that's going to be in so September fourteenth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we know that you know yeah. when that's going to be.
2: Yeah. The uh, so our 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 time frame is we we built the property or we have bought the property. Um, we're hoping loosely to be able to break ground spring of next year, um, and then build the infrastructure, everything that that we're going to need because there's going to be a lot of work that has to be done to be able to build this community. Um, and, and I, I want to project this. I know a lot of people and they think when they think homeless community, they think tents and they think just, you know, shanties and stuff like that. That's not what this is going to be at all. Um, this is going to be a professionally built, professionally developed, professionally maintained community. Um, that's going to be fenced and it's going to have like really strict rules Because we don't want any -hmm. any of the people that that are living in the area, we don't want them to be concerned. Um, And, you know, just, but once we get started building, um, like one of our first goals is we're gonna have a central facility that's gonna have a commercial kitchen that's gonna provide everybody three meals a day. Um, And also, it's gonna, uh, laundry services, counseling is gonna be a big thing, group therapy, individual therapy, if we can get that worked out. AA meetings, NA meetings. Um, We're going to have a bank of computers, you know, to be able to help everybody get online and get hooked up with friends and family from the past. Um, And that's the first thing that's got to get built because we want all the services available for the first person that goes in the first tiny house that's built. Um, So we're realistically looking at hopefully breaking ground in spring and then starting to build shortly afterwards.
1: That's awesome. See, it's one of those things, like you said, like you explained it, I've heard being part of the, you know, another tiny house build, you know, you really got to hear kind of what it was because most people have that stigma where they're like, oh, it's a homeless encampment, you know, oh no, it's going to be all this horrible stuff. And it's like, no, most of these tiny houses, they're built like a community, you know, and they're usually, you know, around a central building that's for food and counseling and stuff like that. And then they all have their own little tiny houses around it and it gives them a rope over their head and a chance to be better. So, and that's what it's, yeah. So, what it's all about.
2: So it is awesome. It is, you know? Yeah. Um, and I just want to give a huge shout out if I can to, uh, um, to my board. I've got an incredible board of directors. I've got one person, one one of my, one of the people on our board used to be a homeless veteran. Um, worked his way out of that and started working with the at Washington uh, Department of Commerce helping homeless veterans i've got uh, uh, stephanie here as an attorney um you know i've got I've done a board member that's with uh that's a, a, a counselor um and a case manager you know i've just got an, an incredible board i'm really fortunate for that i wanted to give them a big shout out. while i could
1: that's awesome and i mean that's what it's all about i mean it's about the team i mean no one person can do something uh something this big by themselves. I mean it takes a team and a good team to do it. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. So tell us a little bit more about the mud run. So it's September 14th, which for those that are listening, that means it puts it in between the two big ones. The on the the weekend in between the two big races in September. So what it's Like I said, September 14th, how much is it? What kind of stuff like that? And, I mean, how, you know, what's going to be happening at the race?
0: Yeah, so I can give you some more details about that. Um, right now the tickets mm-hmm. are, if you buy a ticket for an individual adult, it's uh, $45. It's $30 for kids that are between 13 and 18. Um, on the day, on race day, the price is going to go up. Um, mm-hmm. We're also going to have um, an area for kids that are under 10 to um, just, like, play in the mud, basically. It's going to be a mud playground. <laughs> um, yeah. We also some, Another thing that is a little different with our race from other races that are going on right now is that our last heat, which is at 2 o'clock, um, will let people run with their dogs. So you can run a mutt with your mutt, and it's just an extra $5 for the dog. Um, And if you check out our Facebook page, we have some awesome pictures from the last um, mud runs that uh, people participated in with their dogs, and the dogs just love it. Um, And then uh, so the actual race is going to be a 5K. Um, We're going to have at least 18 obstacles, including the tire wall, um, the A-frames, a bunch of uh, um, mud pits, uh, boulders to climb over, a giant pile of tractor tires, so all kinds of uh, fun encounters during your race. Um, we're going to have food trucks and a beer garden and um, a DJ to get people excited before they head out on their heat. So there's also, um, see, there's Four heats total, one at 11, one at noon, one at 1, and then the 2 p.m. heat is the heat that you can do with your dog.
2: So. Yeah, It's nice. also it's important. Yeah, it, the, the, the DJ is, we're going to try to get get him there for the entire time. So there's, you know, because look, I'm a veteran. I like to work hard. I like to play hard after I'm done working. So we're going to have music. Um, and and we're going to have a beer garden. We're going to have a food truck, you know, we're going to have in the goodie bags, people are going to get sweatpants they're all going to get t-shirts, but they're also going to get some soap and some some shampoo so they can clean up afterwards, stick around, go to the food truck, go to the beer garden and just kind of have a little party afterwards because you push yourself hard. You deserve to play hard. Oh yeah. No, I agree.
1: I've been, and I'll be honest, I've been done a lot of mud runs um, and for a lot of different types of mud runs. And my favorite ones are the ones that have the party after I'm one of those. I hate doing a mud run and then turning around and running away, leaving right after, you know, because it's all about the, the socializing after, Hey, look what we all just did. Let's have a few drinks and party. And there's some that have really good parties and other ones that you're like, woo. Woo, okay, let's go. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Yeah. Yours sounds like it's gonna be a good yeah. one.
2: We, we want people to stick around, you know, and and hang out, have a good time because you know what? Those are the people when they, they when they're when they're done with it and they had a good time, they're like, All right, we're coming back next year because there was so much fun this time. Yeah. You know. Um, we're not. I, I, somebody I was talking to somebody last night. They're like, last time I did one, I was told to tape up my shoes. You know, so they went into it and they duct tape their shoes to their feet so they wouldn't lose them. I don't think you're going to need to do that <laughs> for this one, but if you want yeah. to, by all means, because I'm going to love taking a picture with you when you duct tape shoes. Yeah, I've, I've I've seen people do the duct
1: tape thing, and it never it never quite works. So I just make sure my shoes are tight so my, my I don't lose my shoes. So, my kid one time yeah. lost his shoes, though, and I just kind of laughed at him. So, But <laughs> as long as he doesn't oh, lose them oh, now. He has, he's 17 now. This was about five or six years ago. He going through one of the mud pits, and I told him on, on one of the races, I'm like, make sure his shoes are tight. And all of a sudden, I mean, both shoes, boom, gone, right in the middle of the mud pit. We ended up finding him I amazingly. Feel- uh, we, but, yeah. So.
2: I see. I, I feel- that lady that you were talking to at at the OMAC who does the, the toe the toe shoes. I'm yeah. surprised she hasn't lost her shoes. I'm surprised she hasn't lost her shoes.
1: Those so. actually, from what I've seen, most of them you can get pretty tight. So, but
2: yeah,
1: the toe shoes. But really? Yeah, they actually they like they they get really tight and they actually fit over your toes and they're they. Your fit just like shoes they just they actually have it, it's more like a you're not wearing shoes it's more like yeah it's really weird i've tried them and because of the damage to my foot i just can't do it but yeah it's yeah. weird so but if my kid lost his shoes yeah. now i I'd, I'd beat him because he wears a size 16 and those are expensive so <laughs> holy cow man
0: <laughs>
1: holy yeah. cow he's got skis skis at the bottom of his feet at the bottom of his legs it's like wow kid I don't know where you came from. I wear a nine, so <laughs>
2: you, you don't have a tire yeah. out, You have a shoe calendar. Yeah, you know. Yeah, his shoes are Holy expensive. Oh. So I, uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, look. I, so I'm, I'm going to name off some more of the some more of the, the obstacles that we're going to have. Um, okay. Just so people will okay. So we're, uh, that uh, Stephs already mentioned the the a frame and the tire wall. Um, we're gonna have a tire ladder run. We're gonna have multiple mud hills, um, over under logs. You know, so you're gonna be going. You're gonna get muddy there. We're gonna have a net fall. So we're gonna have the we're gonna have a pit with a net just over it, and the only way to get through is to get muddy and to get underneath it. Um, we're gonna have double pins. So you'll get cleaned up a little bit, just in time to get muddy again um, at the at the mud water slide. A uh, culvert crawl where, uh, where you know, uh, it's going to be culvert with some mud that racers will have to crawl through. It. We're going to have a rope walk, so kind of like slacklining, um, and a oh, nice. monkey climb Yeah, it's going to be a whole bunch of stuff. Um, um, so we're going to have at least three mud pits. So if you do a mud run because you want to get muddy, you know, one of the three mud pits, you'll get muddy. So, nice. Um, so this- that's the list of obstacles, and we're working on getting all those built. So, um, See, the more
1: you keep explaining like... about this, the more it sounds good. Oh, no, go ahead. Yeah.
2: And, you know, um, like I said, man, you guys, BeastNet is more than welcome to come on out, set up a table, we'll, we'll set up a tent for you guys to so make sure you get some shade, um, and just broadcast, broadcast whatever you want to talk to people, you know, take part of the race, have fun.
1: I think we might. That sounds like a good idea. I'm gonna have to talk to
2: yeah.
1: talk to my partner in crime, Don, and see what we can do about getting out there and doing that.
2: because hey, so, I'm already hooked that. that I want to go. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'm I'm like a local booty, um, or I'm I'm a booty, so I know a lot of lo- good local places to go afterwards. We'll go. Out, we'll have mm-hmm. a few drinks afterwards. You know. There we go. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. No, I'll talk to Don while well, I figure out which ones of us want to go, if not all three of us. So, and set something up and have some fun. So, it'll be good. So, yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, I think Stephanie's going so, to say bye. Because no. yeah, she's got to go to a
0: uh, run
2: a month committee meeting. Yeah, i got to head nice. out to get
0: things thing planned. So, thanks for having me.
2: Oh, yeah, anytime.
1: And, like I said, anything you guys need, let us know.
2: Okay, um, I'm sticking around. You got me for that until you want me to stop talking. Talk forever about
1: this. Like what you hear? Make sure and subscribe and review us on your favorite podcast platform. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you're using YouTube, please click the little red subscribe icon. Then click the little bell for notifications of future episodes. And if you could, give us a thumbs up. So I, I do have a couple more. What what other things will, will Pennies for Quarters be doing? Is, is there any other fundraisers that you guys are going to be working on that, you know, uh,
2: besides the run amok? Um, we have quite a few throughout the year. Um, let me see. Uh, like, this year we also had um, a Wings on the Peninsula contest. So... We invited all the local restaurants to uh, come and have a, a wing contest. We had one, we had Slack Time Junction, which is an award-winning band um, playing music while restaurants from around the, the, the area brought brought in their wings. People were, you know, uh, we had judges taping them, and then we announced the winner at the end. It um, made for a really fun day, um, and I think that's probably going to be about the you know the next kind of big one that we have, um, and that's going to be, like, next Father's Day, around that time frame. Um, nice. And but as far as, like, I think as far as this the rest of this year goes, this has been so time and labor intensive that it's going to be the last big one that we have. Um, yeah. and we're, we're kind of, that this becomes our, and not our inaugural slash annual big money fundraiser. Yeah. You know? Um, nice. And so, as far as in the future, you know, there's some that we, every year we have, um, and we have one with Black Diamond Junction plays and we raise, and we have auctions and some auction items and stuff like that. Um, there's, if you like wine, there's a local winery that, um, Harbinger winery. We always have the fundraiser there where we get somebody, we get a band to play some music, sell some stuff. You get great wines and have a good time, you know, and with great auction items. Um, so that's, You know, that's kind of the, that's kind of the fundraisers that we have. Um, and we're only, we're a couple, we're only a couple years old. So, and I knew nothing about nothing before I started Petties for Quarters. I was just, you know, I'm just a guy, I was literally sitting on my floor wondering what can I do to help veterans. Um, and this idea hit me and I ran with it and it's, and that was like 2016, 2015, 2016. And then we became a legit 501C3, and we'll just move forward from there.
1: That's so, awesome. Yeah, from, I feel like, you know, you know, and I mean, I don't know if you know, like, the the BEAST OCR that we, we we're we associated with, they have a, they're a 501C3. So, we have mm-hmm. the the nonprofit. I've, I'm i on their board and trying to figure out, you know, some of the stuff of the nonprofit. It's, it's a whole different animal you know, trying to figure stuff out and make stuff, you know, do things and it's the legalities of it. It's kind of good that you have a lawyer on your, (laughs) on your board. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of legalities.
2: We, uh, um, a, a, so a friend of mine that that's a judge, well, now he's a judge. He was, he was, uh, a a lawyer back then recommended, um, Stephanie to us. He was like, Hey, you know, you may want to go talk to her. She's a lawyer. She likes helping out nonprofits. So we just went and we started talking to her. She helped us get formed and everything like that. And then we're like, hey, would you like to be on our
0: board? She's like, sure.
2: So we really liked out there. Um, nice. And she helps keep, she helps keep us legal. Um, but, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's a phenomenal world, and it's really interesting. There's a lot. There's a huge learning curve when you're starting a nonprofit. Um, and I don't yeah. know how much knowledge you guys have. But you know what, if I can help you with, you know, offline telling you my experience or if you guys have any questions about stuff that we've encountered, by all means, man, because I, you know, one of my guiding principles for for Pennies for Quarters is we're not in competition with anybody. We want to help. We want to work with everybody to help everybody achieve their goals.
1: And that's kind of how you have to be. Because, I mean, the one thing is, too, is, you know, I mentioned before that I'm a safety guy for the Associate General Contractors. And what a lot of people don't know, the AGC is a nonprofit, too. So, yeah, I really, like, I work for a nonprofit and, you know, I do the nonprofit for the Beast OCR. And we got lucky, too, in Beast because one of our board members also runs another nonprofit that's called Prison Scholars that he Prison started, scholars? you know, to help. Yeah. It's to help people who have been incarcerated to be able to, um, go to school while they're in prison so they can try and better themselves. So when they get out, they get out of prison, they have they have something to do. So it's not, you know, know, I'm I'm in law
2: enforcement. I've been in law enforcement since, uh, 1993. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's it's uh, that's a that's a great goal is you know because education is key to getting people out of a rut out of a out of a cycle to help them break that cycle that they're in. Uh, so that's phenomenal. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that's kind of what Dirk does. He's a guy, and actually, he's one of those guys. If you met him, you would never guess, but he was in jail for a long time for you know making mistakes. And while he was in jail, the last time he's like, I don't want to do this again. And so he found a way to like go to school and get his degree, and he's like, "This is what I want to do with my life. I want to make sure that other people can do this, you know, to break the cycle. The cycle. And that's way what it is. Go. It's a cycle. Yeah. So good for it. Yeah. So I mean, we have a we have a lot of good people on our board with the Beast, and we're we're really into the nonprofit, trying to help people, you know. And I mean, pretty much. Everything I do most of the time is I try and be that person to help people. That's kind of why I went into safety for construction. You know, I'm working with the Beast right now to build a specialized uh, first aid CPR class that will be recognized by uh, ASHI and HSI that will be um, geared towards OCRs and hiking and stuff like that. But will only be a four, like a six-hour class rather than, because Ashley has a two-day, like, 16-hour, you know, outdoor CPR class, first aid CPR class, but we wanted to do something that's more like OCR and hiking that more people are going to want to do that's only, like, six or seven hours. So I'm working on writing that and making, you know, The Beast their own training center for that. So, I mean, it's it's really interesting with, you know, the things you can do with a, a, you know, nonprofit, but, you know... Also, the legalities of it. So, I, I really love what you guys are doing, though. So, it's good to huh. to talk to another group doing some great things. You know.
2: Now. Thanks, I appreciate that. You know, sounds like you guys are doing great things. This is like almost like a match made in heaven, man.
1: Oh yeah, it sounds like something, yeah. We definitely want to. I, I definitely have a feeling I'm gonna want to talk to you some more after this. So, you know, off offline stuff. So, yeah,
2: yeah. I'm game. 'Cause the other thing
1: I was the other thing I was gonna say when well, you, you sh- if you wanted to do like comedy shows for you know for as a, a moneymaker, let me know I might know a comedian that does books books shows. So
2: Oh yeah, that'd be great. I was thought yeah. you were asking me if I wanted to be a comedian. I'm like, uh you know, I'm I'm sarcastic and I'm I'm a I am i am ai am a smartass. <laughs> um uh, and there's videos out there of me doing karaoke because I lost a bet, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing
1: that. Oh yeah, no, I was gonna say actually I do, I do, I produce shows under the name Brandon Valentine is my my comedy stage name. So, oh yeah, and I produce shows. So, so if you ever wanted to do something like that as a you know as a fundraiser, let me know and I could probably help you out and get you some comedians. Most comedians for a fundraiser like yours. Would do it for cheap or even free, just to help you, you know. What? The, the, you know,
2: that'd be great. We've got a lot of venues up here in stuff that, that would uh, that would be great for that and swim as well. Our our sister city that's you know, um, that's that's just to the east of us. Uh, so there's a lot of venues that we do, and that's definitely something we could talk about. You know, that's something that we could do um, in the winter months because it's not yeah. outside people get a good laugh. If there's so, if it's a venue where we can have alcohol, people will,
1: you know, have a good time. That sounds like a winner. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let me know. I mean, if it's one of those things, like I said, the beast and me in particular, help you in any way possible, you know? So yeah. yeah. um, Kind of, we've, we've almost kind of gone on a whole nother subject now where the listeners are yeah, like, what are these guys it's talking not, about? Not, <laughs> they're like,
2: I hope they haven't tuned out because they're getting a lot of good information and a lot of good interest.
1: All right. And now we're going to take a quick pause so we can hear from our sponsors.
0: Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James safety services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James safety services, WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs.
2: And we're back. So we steer it back towards. Do you want to steer it back towards Runamuck? Or yeah, let's, let's steer back stuff. a little bit towards Runamuck.
1: Okay. So, um, so towards Runamuck and in your, in your, your nonprofit. Because, I mean, I like I said, Runamuck's amazing, but the nonprofit that it's getting money for is amazing as well.
2: So, yeah, let's, we'll steer it back towards there. I, I, really, appreciate that. I really appreciate that. You know, um, that this is... I. It's, it's interesting I've seen the, the local community um, and even people in Seattle um, when they hear about the Rodamamuc and what it's for um, they get really excited about it um, and and so we're looking forward to it if, and, and if, if there if people that are that are in your listening audience care about it I, I want them to know yeah you, know, you can go to our Facebook page um, as tennis reporters or you can go to guaatemoc uh, with pennies for quarters, and get more information and sign up. You know, um, a local local hotel for those that are worried about getting uh, that coming here and, and that are they're from out there, out of the area. Local hotel, local the local Red Lion is setting aside a group of rooms for people that are here for run Runnemucc. They'll get a discounted rate. Yeah, so that's uh, awesome, and. Uh, yeah, they'll be able to get more information on that on, on our website here shortly. Um, just sign the just sign the agreement to make it official today. So uh, you know, there's there's going to be a, a special code that they're going to have to get. They can get that from going by going to our website or going to our Facebook page. Nice. So um, so yeah, but I, I gotta say I'm really excited about Run-A-Muck. Um I I've never okay. So my I was in the army for eight years. My my prevailing uh, philosophy when it comes to running is if I have to run for more than two miles, okay, I'm going to stop and turn around and shoot whoever I'm running from. Uh, And so a 5K is about three miles. Um, And I'm excited about doing this. Okay. And a a little bit of my background, um, I've always done like, you know, like the insanity workouts or the T25 workouts; those are what I'm really into now because they're a half hour long, but they kick your they kick your butt. Yep. Um, I'm trying to keep from having a bleed out stuff. So, um, no, that's good. Okay. And and last year, so last year I had a heart attack, and last April I had a cool. uh, heart attack, and then a lot of having a quadruple bypass. Um. So. I'm really looking forward to doing this run amok as a a personal challenge to saying, hey, I've overcome that stuff. And I just want to throw a challenge out. If, if, If you're out there and you've never and you've thought about doing a run amok and you've never done one before, look, if I can do it after having a heart attack and a quadruple bypass, you can do it. I don't care what shape you are in. I don't care what your fitness level is. Come out and do it. Push yourself You'll have a good time and I'll be looking forward to shaking your hands at the end of the line.
1: See you're getting me more and more excited about this, this race. It sounds amazing. So
2: Yeah. It's yeah, it's, it's gonna be so much fun. It's so much work. You know, because we need we need volunteers. We need volunteers to help us build the obstacles still. Um, we need volunteers for the daily events to manage parking and Safety and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's a lot of hard work, but it is it is so going to be worth it.
1: Oh yeah, it sounds like it. So, you, you mentioned a couple times that you're you're in law enforcement now,
2: right? Oh, I am.
1: And that you were that you were active in the army.
2: I one one um yeah, I was in the army from 1988. 1996
1: so that's kind of where your your passion for this kind of starts is I mean you are a veteran you've been through it and to see your your brothers and sisters living on the street you know dealing with what they've you know mentally and everything else they went through you know out there and that's kind of what got you going on this
2: yeah you know I I, excuse me um so I got tired of hearing about the veterans killing themselves in the parking lots of the mm-hmm. VA hospitals because they could not get help. Yeah. And I just, I just got fed up with it. I'm i I'm the kind of guy where, you know, if I see an issue, I want to address it, you know, and this is just one area in the community where I'm active. Um, but I was like, you know, and I'm like, okay, what can I do to, to help the situation? I'm one guy. I can't change the government. I can't fix the government by myself. You know? No. Um, so what can I do as one person? And I was literally sitting on my living room floor in my apartment um, pondering the question. And then the, I, the subject of homeless veterans came to my mind. I'm like, a, a, a lot of these people that are asking for help, they're not getting it. They're killing themselves a lot because they have no place else to go. What if they had someplace else to go? What if they were not homeless? And so then I came up, that's just the idea of tiny houses sprung into my head. Um, I, tiny houses, you know, I'd heard about them, but I didn't really know a lot about them. I said, so what if we? What if I could build tiny houses? What if I could get some tiny houses built? And literally that was as far as my my. Initial thought process went was, let's build some tiny houses, give them some help, and give them a, a roof over their head, and then they can start their lives out. I had no idea, I had no clue the depths of the issues and the problems that, that we would be um, facing and the, the challenges that were out there. Um, I started talking to who's down the vice president, uh, Betty, um, and and she like she thought she liked the idea of the tiny houses concept. And so we started having meetings with people in the area. Um, like we have Peninsula Behavioral Health, um, and we went out and talked to them, and they told us a lot of the issues that the homeless were facing as far as the, the mental health-wise and, the, and addiction-wise. And it, it sounded like it was going to be a really big problem, um, like a really big hurdle to overcome helping people deal with that. Um, And I I, I could either back down or I could say, well, I'll help them out with that. That's the issue. If that's the issue, let's help them out with it. And so we chose to to continue on and pursue it. Um, And it's just, you know, it's just knowledge. It's just one thing that we learn after another. You know, initially we were planning on having a commercial kitchen and providing everybody three meals a day. But then we learned that that really helps as far as making sure that they're in ensuring that the people that are part of the program are getting their, their nutritional needs met, you know. And we're not just talking homeless veterans that are out there single and out there by themselves. We're talking to homeless veterans that are out there with their wives, um, with their kids. Um, and, and so we're like, we've got to develop a program that's going to be able to accommodate everybody. Um, and so that's what we're yeah. doing. You know, we're we're going to have a certain what a certain amount of tiny houses are going to be up to 400 square feet that'll house a family of four, um, and then the other ones, you know, the other the ones that are just for the single homeless veterans, or maybe they they have a wife, or they have a girlfriend, or a boyfriend, or whatever. Um, those are going to be 240 square feet, but be able to house them comfortably and while they deal with their issues and and, and overcome the obstacles, the adversities that are facing them. And that's really what it boils down to is what can we do to help them become successful in their lives and overcome those adversities? And we're going to do it. See, that's what's amazing.
1: Yeah. And that's what's amazing is, I mean, they threw, you know, and it kind of goes with the run amok. I mean, they threw an obstacle in front of you and you were like, cool. How do I get over this? How do I get past this and make this still happen? And then that's what it's all about. There's too many people out there that will be like, hey, I have this great idea. And then someone says, well, it's going to be hard. And they're like, yeah, okay,
2: I'm out. And Where, hey, you know, you um, were. Um, um, yeah. It, it, no aspersions upon those people that are like, okay, wait, you know what? I have this great idea. Ooh, it's going to be a challenge. And maybe it's, maybe it's, maybe that's not the one for me. You know, no yeah. aspersions upon that. Um, and, and kudos to them for even thinking about
0: it, you know,
2: volunteer Mm -hmm. with somebody who is doing something with an issue that you care about and help out those people, help them be successful and, and get fulfillment, get fulfillment out of that. And I'm just going to throw this out there. You'd never guess that I'm like super conservative, but anyway, (laughs) um, (laughs) you, you can edit that one out. Um, but anyway, um. But it's it's really about you know overcoming the challenges that are facing you whereas you feel like you are helping and making a difference and being productive and helping those that are around yeah. you to be productive. You know, and that's also kind of the mindset with having the drill instructors out there at the obstacles. If somebody's coming up to, to an obstacle and they're looking like they can't, like, eh, maybe I can't do this one, that that person is gonna be acting as a drill instructor. He's going to be right there. He might yell at you, He's going to, but he's going to motivate you and help you overcome that obstacle during this run of month, And that's just going to be yeah. phenomenal. You know, it's, people are going to come up to a challenge, come up to an, an obstacle on this, and say, I don't know if I can do this. And then they're going to overcome it. And maybe, maybe they'll be like, wait, I did something that I didn't think I could do. I can do more than I thought I could. This is incredible. I'm moving on with my life.
1: Yeah, or maybe, and, and that's off, what's but, or no. fall off the tire wall and break it Who knows? Hey, no, that won't happen. No, that happens. No, and uh, hey, that's what's great I mean, I, <laughs> you, you had a really good point there about you know when I said that people are like oh wait this is gonna be hard don't I won't nah, maybe not that is a good thing to do is to say hey you know let me find somebody else who's doing something either what my idea was or something similar and maybe i can help them volunteer help somebody else you know you may not be you may not be equipped to be the person who sets up the plan, sets up the company and do all that, but you could very well be equipped to be the person that volunteers and helps the person that did do that. So that's, that's always the next step. If you you can't be the person running it, find somebody who's already got one that's established and help them or find somebody who's trying to get one established and help them. And I mean, there's always something you can
2: do. Exactly. You know, and I I gotta say, you know, there's, there've been many times throughout the, the last few years where I thought, wow, Am I capable of, of actually helping to make this happen? And the simple answer is no. Me alone, I'm not capable of making the, of making penny many quarters happen. But you know what? That's where you talk to people and you get people, you impart your vision to people and they pull up alongside you and they help you accomplish that vision. And that's what it's all about, you know? And that's, yeah. I mean, you know, also, the team concept uh, um, for Runabuck. You know, maybe somebody out there is like, I'd like to try this, but I don't know if I can do it. You know what? Pull together nine of your friends that will help, and you and you stay together, and you help each other accomplish this. You know, and you sign up as a team. It's thirty dollars per person for a team of ten, and you guys come out of here and you rock this Runabuck and you accomplish it. And you go through every single obstacle you can, and you get muddy, and you get dirty, and you take pictures at the end, and you feel like you accomplished something, and you met a challenge, and then you go out to have a beer afterwards, you know, and yep. just bask in the glory of it.
1: Oh, yeah, and that's just the whole point, it is to enjoy it and have fun. I mean, go out there. I mean, yeah. it's one of those things, you know, if you can't help, part of it's doing an event like this go out there, pay the, you know, 30 bucks or whatever it is and, you know, do the event. You're helping these veterans. You're helping you help the veterans. And I mean, that's, that's awesome.
2: So, yeah. You know, um, we're fortunate. We've got, you know, it, it's, it's going to be a really good time. That's um, September 14th. The the, temp, the weather hasn't quite changed to getting chilly yet, um, but it's going to be, it might be a little bit cooler, but that's why we're doing the, the first heat, you know, at eleven, as opposed to like eight or nine o'clock in the morning, because we don't people, we don't want people getting you no know, uh, hypothermia or something like that while they're running through this. Um, but you know, they're gonna. So we're gonna start it later. It's gonna be a really good time of year, um, rain or shine. It's gonna happen because you're gonna get wet anyway. Why not run in the rain?
1: Yeah. The, then the rains, the rains is helping wash you off early. So it's like a shower while you're racing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Like, and, and like I, I said, <laughs> and like I said, I mean, the, the timing's actually perfect. It's right in between two of the, the two major, you know, I call them the major races, but the major races that are coming to Seattle in September, one of them's the, the weekend before one's the weekend after. So you're smack dab in between them. So it's perfect timing. So,
2: you know, yeah. for people to go do it, I, I would like to do this. Yeah. I would like to do the one in Seattle the weekend after, but I'm going to be, in Georgia skydiving, so. Oh, lucky.
1: One of, oh, that's yeah. one of the things on my bucket list, and to do that someday.
2: Someday. Uh, you know what? They so. do it in Shelton. They do it. They, I know they, they do. They do.
1: I've, I've thought about it, and one of these days I'll do it. I've done the bungee jump, and I haven't done, jumped out of a plane yet.
2: So, Well, you know what? You know what, dude? Let me know. And we, we can hook it up, and I will go out there, and we can do a we can skydive together and chill.
1: All right, I have to yeah, I have to look yeah, I have to look into that. I will let you know. Okay. So maybe yeah, we, maybe we can talk more about it on the fourteenth when I'm up there.
2: <laughs> by all means, please do. Me. I'm looking forward to it. So <laughs> I am I, I know we're running short. Uh, there, can I give a couple of shout-outs? and yep, that's okay. go ahead okay so mm-hmm. as uh, um, for participants in the race they're all going to get a get a goodie bag um, the goodie bags were provided to us by um, Sound Community Bank they they said we want to do whatever we can to help this be a success you want goodie bags here's 300 goodie bags um so we didn't have to spend money fast so that was awesome um and then we've got a lot of the local builders the hartnagle building a uh, uh association or heart a- Heart and building supply. I'm sorry. Um, mm-hmm. they are giving us, we're going for them for all our stuff to build the obstacles. Um, they are just a huge supporter of pennies for quarters. Um, and they're one of the sponsors of, of our race. Um, and so also we're looking at we're working on getting a, um, a food truck. Um, I don't want to give out the name just yet because it's, it's not hundred percent guaranteed. Um, but it's a local restaurant that is always busy. Um, and they, so when, once it gets 100% guaranteed, I'm like 90% certain right now, um, it's gonna be, they have just incredible food. There's always lines out the door for their food. Um, so anyway, so those are a couple of shout outs that I, that I really wanted to give was for Sound Community Bank and Heart Nagel, because they have just always been phenomenal partners for us. Um, and Harbinger Winery, um, we're going to try to get some of their wines out there for the people that want to drink wine after a mud run. We'll have a, a few bottles for them, um, but that seems kind of odd. So we're not going to have a whole bunch. But Harbinger Winery is excellent. Thanks so much. For does, um, the, but uh, but the
1: there experience. are the wine drinkers.
2: Oh, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I mean, anyone yeah.
1: who's helping out on this, they, they, yeah, they deserve a yeah. shout out. So.
2: No. Yeah. 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 They've always uh, so anyway. Um, and then let me see. Is there anybody else? Uh, no, I don't have any more shoutouts I want to get uh, that I can take them right, right now. And I'm sorry if I'm, forgetting, if I'm sorry if I'm forgetting somebody. Please, I count it to my head and not my heart.
1: Oh yeah, there's, uh, there's always somebody that you forget. I mean, it's one of those that you know. And then afterwards, as soon as we're done recording, you'll be like, "Shoot, I should have said this one." Yeah, sorry, I should have said. It said happens.
2: Ah. So nice. Uh, any other? Okay. I'm sorry. I feel like I've
1: been uh, on now. Oh, no, that's the, I, I, I prefer to, I, I want to hear everything you have. So I was going to say
2: we we are getting close. Like
1: you said, we are, we are running short on time. And I just wanted to basically, you know, the last question is convince my listeners to go to your, to go to your race. Just a quick, okay. you know, Hey, this is what we're about, you know, the last thoughts of you know why why should
2: I be there on September fourteenth? You should go over every obstacle, do whatever you can to be here on September fourteenth. I don't care what else you have going on in your life. It's not as important as being a run my on September fourteenth here in Port Angeles. And the reason why is, Not only are you going to have a really good time, a really fun time, but every dollar you spend is going to go towards helping us with our mission of building a community of tiny houses for the local homeless veterans and getting them back on their feet. I mean, the veterans are the people that have literally laid their lives down the line. They have volunteered to die for our rights, for our freedoms, and... The government has failed them in a huge way in many cases, and we're trying to right that wrong. We're trying to do what we can, and you can feel good not only about challenging yourself and overcoming your personal obstacles or the obstacles on our course, but you can also feel good about helping the, local homeless, the homeless veterans that are in our area, and it's just a good time and a good feeling all the way around.
1: That's awesome. I, uh, I, I'm. I'd heard about this run, and now talking to you and spending this the, this hour talking to you and, and Stephanie. Now I, I definitely
2: this is on my calendar, and I will be there on the 14th. So, thanks. And mentioning Stephanie, I gotta give her give her another huge shout out. This was her idea. I said it's your idea. You're in charge. She said okay. She took it. She ran with it. And it's going to be a huge success. Stephanie, is not just an attorney. She rides a motorcycle. She's in local roller derby. She's an incredible person. And she's like, all right, I'm off to the challenge. And she's making it happen. She gets all the credit for, for, for this. She's doing an incredible job.
1: That is awesome. It is so good to have people like that, you know, on your team that are willing to help and make things happen. I mean, that's awesome. So, no. But like I said, I'm definitely looking forward to this. Um, I do want to talk to you some more offline soon, you know, about some of this other okay. stuff that we mentioned. And I think, yeah, Damn.
2: yeah, by all means. And um, if you guys want, we will have a tent and we will have a table set up for you guys. Um, you're, I, I, you know what? I'll buy you, I'll buy you your first beer if you want, um, if you drink. Um. Oh yeah, I do. And I do. Don doesn't, look for that.
1: but I do. Huh. I say Don doesn't yes, drink, but points. I do, so I'll drink his, too. I'll drink Don's, okay. but he will
0: <laughs>
1: Okay. Works for me. So, yeah, I'll definitely be there. And, yeah, I think um, I'll talk with Don for sure, but I think having a booth would be fun. And then we could talk to everyone afterwards and just kind of, you know, get some sound bites and have some fun with it.
2: Uh, I'm so, looking forward yeah. to it, man. I've got it. All right. Left. Perfect. What well, up?
1: thank you. And,
2: oh, okay. Yeah. I, I do you have, have a drone? drone? Yeah, yes. um, when I put, I'll, I'll have it at the race, and I'll put it up and try to get get you guys some footage that you can post on your website.
1: Perfect, that'd be awesome.
2: Okay. That'd
1: be amazing. All right, well, thank you. Thank you so much. It's been a blast, and I look forward to talking to you some more.
2: I look forward to talking to you, and I look forward to meeting you.
1: All right, perfect. Thank you. All right, have a good one.
0: Do you like tacos? Do you like having fun? Yes! Do you like to have tacos while having fun? Yes! Can you walk or run a mile? Yes! Good news! Beast's OCR annual Taco Mile is back and happening now through the month of August. It's a virtual challenge that you can do anywhere. All you need is a place to safely walk or run and four tacos. Add in some friends, and you have yourself an excellent, super fun time. For more information, head on over to BeastChallenge.com and the Beast OCR Facebook group. That's BeastChallenge.com. Beast OCR! Sign up today. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. This show is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you like to hear. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or at beastocr.com.